Welcome back to Beauty Marks Podcast, a space where we embrace our marks acquired through our journey. My name is Elizabeth Savion, and welcome to another episode of this podcast. So you guys know that in February, I do a relationship series and bring on different guests that have different perspectives. And we talk all things from relationships, dating, just perspectives of what's going on in their life and just getting a really educational view, but also just perspectives. So I'm really excited to have podcasters on that I was on their podcast and now they're coming on my podcast which is pocket watch podcast and it is a group of friends three of them living in their 20s and realtor entrepreneur accountant and I'm just so excited to chat today so welcome to beauty marks podcast yeah thank you happy to be here hello hello. thanks for having us on we're super excited this is an amazing setup yeah. that yes. you got going on here. yes thank yeah. you so much to hi hello labs productions yes. because literally in downtown orlando they have an amazing studio set up and this investment has been like the best thing ever yeah yeah, yeah. It's definitely it's a nice nice setup. <laughs> yeah if, if you're like, if if you're like a, somebody who's trying be. to get into like any type of video production or something, trying to like For sure. put something out i would definitely recommend yes. checking hi hello out because this takes us to this takes you to step 10. and this yes. is coming this is coming from people who do videos weekly yeah. and drop weekly and now i'm kind of looking around like okay Cruz, we need to go to the drop <laughs> up it up a little bit yeah <laughs> some investment there yeah no, but i'm excited i'm really proud of you guys like you guys have showed up for how many podcasts now yeah 90 something i think we're 95 Sunday this monday i think we're trying to be like one. you elizabeth <laughs> honestly you guys started around the same time and you guys have kept going and that's yeah. what we talked about on your podcast yeah. it's like so many people start but it's the consistency of keeping yeah. it going um and so i know one day you guys are gonna have your own setup even maybe here yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I, yeah. I love jumping on this podcast because we that's why we try to have you on as much as possible because we're just three guys so yeah. talking about yeah. relationships can only go so far yes. we don't have the <laughs> you know woman's perspective yes. talking about certain things only go so far because of our because of our listeners also right mm-hmm. like not everybody wants us to talk about i love this stuff this is awesome i'm excited for this episode yeah and i love the perspective of you guys being in your 20s having different kind of relationships and same thing i don't want to ever speak for a guy you know i hear things and i know you know learn from other people but i definitely wanted to have you guys here so kind of let's start going around the room and sharing kind of if you're in a relationship how long have you been in that relationship and go from there so if you want to start jacob yeah so uh I am currently in a relationship. I've been in a relationship for about nine years, almost almost 10 years mm-hmm. um, since high school. Okay. So that's been a pretty fun experience for me. Um, mm-hmm. So I can definitely dive into that deeper since later on. Since junior year of high school? <clears throat> no, since se- senior year. Se- oh, okay. Well, <laughs> that's when Beginning it senior year of high school, that's when I started. Yeah, <laughs> and then through college the and then afterwards. Yeah. You're like around that time. Around that time. And you guys are engaged, living together? Yes, we've been engaged for about five years now, and we've been living together for about uh, three or four years now. Okay. Okay, awesome. How about you? Um, So me and my girl have been together since the end of March, March 30th, 2018. Mm-hmm. So we have we're about to hit five years soon. Wow! Mm-hmm. And uh, we live together. Mm-hmm. Not not engaged, not married, nothing like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And then uh, I've been with my fiance for eight years now. Uh, right right after high school. Okay. So you got a high school sweetheart, you have a college sweetheart, and then you have like 
I don't know what I am. Post high school. Post high school. Yeah. <laughs> like let's get locked down right before you're supposed to have the best time of your life. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get yeah. into that. We'll get into that. Cause I definitely know that depending on when you started, you guys you change. If you look back at how you were at <laughs> seventeen, eighteen, you were such a different person. And I feel like yeah. at least for me, at twenty five when I hit that twenty five mark, I feel like my mindset completely shifted as well. Yeah. And so guys i would love to hear from you guys like example like we'll start with you of like your high school perspective of how has it changed your mindset from when you're in high school when it comes to relationships oh wow um <laughs> yeah high school was uh is different for me i was very wild and rambunctious um <laughs> and i just i didn't really believe more so and 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 i honestly didn't want to get into a relationship after my senior year because i was just already in a relationship prior to that mm. so i didn't want to and it just ended up going that route. And uh, it was difficult, I'm not gonna lie to you, because I mean, I'm going about to go off to college and I just got into this relationship and she's very serious and I'm not that serious. So- uh, And then you did go to college. And I did go to college. Long and, and, and I And the thing is though, what I did like, what I did, and it wasn't, it wasn't nice, but it was it was should have happened. Um, mm -hmm. I did tell her because she was in love with me. She said, "I'm in love with you," and I said back to her because you know, as a guy, sometimes it's very difficult Oof. for us to, no, <laughs> you know, like to say no if you know if you don't really feel that way. It's mm -hmm. very hard because you so don't. So you break didn't feel it. Not in that moment, okay. no. So it was, okay. you know, but, but I didn't tell her that. I still said it. Mm. So uh, one day I did, uh, you know, uh, came back from college and I let her know I'm not in love with you, mm -hmm. you know, um, and oh, it wow. broke her heart, but it was it needed to be done. You um, needed to break her heart. No, no, not break her heart, but no, I needed to be honest. Like, okay. you know, establish that. Okay. Establish the, the feelings oh, there. Like, like, where you guys were at. Yeah, because I cared okay. about her, but mm -hmm. I wasn't, you know, in love yet. Like, yeah. you know, she mm -hmm. was. So mm -hmm. I, I just feel like, you know, uh, it's easier to pretend that in high school. Once mm -hmm. you start getting older, it's like, yeah. ah, you can't, you can't, you know, BS that. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, so eventually she kept, you know, pushing for it. She didn't want to end the relationship, which was fine. I said, you know what? I'll make it work because I care about you. Mm -hmm. um, and then eventually, I, I just felt it. It's the weirdest thing I can mm. say. Like, I just felt the emotions and the actual feeling of, like, I want to be with this person. Mm -hmm. And it was it was a dope experience. I felt mm -hmm. like that. I've never experienced that before, you know? Mm. Like, true. So then you were <clears throat> able to then commit, and then you yes. proposed, and the uh, you guys have been engaged since mm -hmm. then. Yeah, well, we've been engaged. That this is like freshman year of high school. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, oh, no, this, this is freshman year of college. I apologize. Okay. Okay. Um, we got engaged uh, once we like, out of college, like a, okay. a year or two out of college. Mm -hmm. But we were able to actually like that was freshman year of college, and uh, because of that is why I came down every week after. Mm -hmm. And I was going to college mm -hmm. in Miami, so I would so drive. You're committed. I was. I was yeah. committed. Like mm -hmm. I really felt the commitment there. Like I wanted to make this work. Mm -hmm. Um. So. So that's just you know it's, from there forward, I just really felt the urge to continue and drying mm -hmm. but but yeah that's kind of like my predicament yeah because i feel like a lot of women are like okay when is a guy ready to commit right and yeah. like mm -hmm. if we're good enough for them to commit or is it the age thing of <sighs> till when a guy gets to a certain place <laughs> in his life and then the, it like switches you know yeah, that's a timing good. is everything like okay. and with everything right mm -hmm. like you're thinking of a uh, career change or something timing is everything you can't move on the drop of the dime all the time whatever right mm -hmm. but relationships too right like uh if you're single it does you know and you can't find somebody it's not because you know there's a bunch of crap guys out there it's like that's the timing of and it's like there's a percentage of people that have the right timing you got to find that right timing you mm -hmm. know i don't know like for example 
that's why I think like high school sweethearts and stuff that's like unrealistic you know like because you have to grow with each other mm-hmm. and that is way easier said than done mm-hmm. right like can you yeah. how you thought when you were 17 compared to 22 compared to 26 mm-hmm. right like those are three different people mm-hmm. so like luckily uh we grew together right but that's why I like what Jacob said because similar I have a similar story where it's like it does take a point like not sometimes those growth rates aren't the same mm-hmm. and then the timing becomes an issue mm-hmm. right that now it's like all right I'm I need this are you ready to do that you know mm-hmm. kind of thing like for my example it was uh later in our relationship we were like five years after <coughs> high school five years together and I was uh, and I still am, right? I was in school, working, mm-hmm. stuff like that. I wasn't going to be home until 9 o'clock, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, in a relationship, you kind of like, you're not available for me. Like, I need, a, mm-hmm. I need some attention. Mm-hmm. But then in my mind, I'm like, I'm in grind mode. She had to learn to support me a little mm-hmm. differently, mm-hmm. right? And, like, I'm not saying cook dinner or anything like that, but don't ask me what's for dinner if it's 10 o'clock at night and you know I'm coming from school, mm. right? Like, like it's me, a, like me being more supportive mm-hmm. and like when you're going through, it's like a fine line, your life. Yeah. As well. It's mm-hmm. a very fine line between like, Hey, I'm not asking you to be this traditional woman or anything like that. Right. Like that's old school. My mom wasn't like that. I don't mm-hmm. expect that stuff. Mm-hmm. But over time, if it's 10 o'clock at night and I'm driving home after a long day, mm-hmm. I don't expect food or anything like that. But I, do expect you to not rely on me for what are we going to eat like it's just mm. subtle things yeah so we went through a similar uh we broke up for like a like four months or so mm-hmm. and reevaluated. you know i had to make sure i was ready uh a because i was always as a man <clears throat> too i think you go throughout high school looking at girls you can't get right <laughs> whether they're older actresses whatever and then if you're in a you know high school relationship you're in college and you're going through those experiences but mm-hmm. you bet you do, you can't act on none of that because you're in a relationship and then like it's still a feeling that's there like any guy that says he doesn't see beautiful girls and go oh man she she's hot she's so hot like i like her you know mm-hmm. it's kind of lying a little bit right mm-hmm. but it's that control and that control comes from like i'm i like what i have regardless mm-hmm. you know and uh yeah that like all those things came to a to a t about two years ago where it was i need you to be more supportive i also need to figure out if if i can commit mm-hmm. like long term because mm-hmm. we're getting serious and stuff and those i that's why you don't see a lot of people uh in long-term relationships from 17 throughout mm-hmm. 20s like you're going through all types of different timings and changes in your life. And I'm so I would be so like everybody that you hear that's been with somebody since high school, they have had so many problems, which is a good thing, right? Like, like challenges, challenges. Yeah. yeah like it's not, it's not a, it's fun to talk about, mm-hmm. but it's, it's for sure a struggle, mm-hmm. you know, but it's worth it. Yeah. No, that's real. It's worth I mean, it. I like how you shared that. The reality It's like just because you because you you're growing up. It's like you've been with someone, you know, for over these years. And it's like 
seeing if this at this season in your life is something that you still want. And that's a real debate. And I know that like we as women, we're like, okay, we want to be with this person. Like that's it, you you know, but it's like that choice that you have to make this. It's like I'm committed to someone and like I want to grow with that person, not grow apart. Um, Do you feel like for you, Zach, uh, Zach, do you feel like that changed because you met? her later like you kind of knew when you met her that you're like this is the person that i want to be with so it's actually kind of funny because um i was always kind of like the opposite of how they were so like they were really crazy in their high school years so then i was crazy too but i've always been really money driven Mm. and i was just always trying to make money for that so i never really even cared about relationships i never really cared about anything like that and so i didn't really start doing my my dates for that until a little bit later on Mm -hmm. and um I had actually just gotten out of a really bad relationship when mm-hmm. I met my girl. And and at that time, I was kind of in, like, the midst of, like, my my social butterfly stage, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's when I was actually, like, really going around and, like, going on dates and meeting a bunch of girls for that at that time. And that's probably, like the, like, the peak of my time when I met my girl. Mm-hmm. And I had no plans at all of uh, getting in, like, a serious relationship. Mm-hmm. And when I, when I met my girl, I hadn't even kind of, like... We were we went we had we didn't really talk about it. she had just got out of a really long term relationship that was really toxic I got out of a what well, mine wasn't really long term but it was a super toxic mm-hmm. the last two was super toxic relationships and I was not trying to mm-hmm. and I kind of like we just kind of uh, met and stuff like that but whenever I first started getting to know her I kind of realized that she's really what I wanted you know what I mean mm-hmm. so I I find it interesting where me and Jacob right we love our girls mm-hmm. we're engaged. There's no going back. Like, that's. Like you're both, are you guys both getting married yeah. soon? Like, uh, married? Hopefully soon. That's a whole different thing. We're going to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. But I just wanted. I like. I. I do think it's better to find somebody later in life. Mm. Yes. Even though I'm with my person from an early mm-hmm. part in life, because me and Jacob probably vent the most about our girls, right? Like weekly podcasts, we vent the most, right? Like ah, oh, this or that. Zach is always like. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and it's not like he hasn't been with her for a long time, right? Yeah. Like, they've been together five years or whatever. Yeah, and we, like mm-hmm. When we first met each other, like, we first started getting serious with each other, we pretty much almost immediately moved in with each other. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we, we have a pretty solid relationship. I mean, we have our yeah, – we, we need to pick over things, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you didn't pick up this. You didn't do that. You know, it's, yeah. you know, it's guy and girl living together, typical things, you know. But, yeah, our relationship is, is really, really good. But that's I think it's just because, like – when that kind of goes down to like what I was saying. Like I wasn't really planning on messing with anybody seriously, but yeah. when I met her, it was like, this is like picture perfect. You know what I mean? Like, and mm-hmm. I and I knew f- within probably like two months of dating her, I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. this is something serious. So you guys <clears throat> talked about depending on your career, are you figuring out yourself first before you're ready. Is that like the main thing? That is like you being at a place. Where you're like, I'm ready to. Yeah, like, I don't think we know who we, like, I was talking to Kristan about this earlier this week, and it's like, when you're a kid, you're just learning, Mm -hmm. and then, like, high school, I feel like you're figuring out what you want to be, but you're not, you don't know who you are, Mm -hmm. and then college, you're kind of learning who you are, and then, you know, and it's different, I'm just, in general, Mm -hmm. right, like, some people are 18, they know who the hell they are, Mm -hmm. you know, like, whatever, but in general, like, you don't know what you want until you're like at a certain stage in life. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you're still with a person that fits what you wanted 
at a, at a, at another time, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm like, if you, it, that's why it takes, in my opinion, those mm-hmm. awkward moments mm-hmm. or confrontation and stuff like that. Like, I don't know. Those I, real conversations. Yeah, because I know some people that have been together since they were 15 wow. and they're like, <laughs> great. Like they like literally say like, I, I knew that I had to meet this person then because I wouldn't, like I can't imagine myself with anybody mm-hmm. else. Like I've yeah. never wanted that. So there's always a perspective of like, you're depending on when you meet and where you're at like you can actually become better together you know so i've heard that perspective too you know that it's like and it's like wow luckily you didn't have to go through a whole bunch of people you know so it's it's definitely relative to the person Mm -hmm. you know but i know that there are challenges that it's like because you're growing you're learning how to get like you're just learning like you're learning how to do life um so I want to transition into more like the expectations. Do you feel like expectations in a relationship also bring up those, those unspoken expectations, bring up those like issues? I think so. Yeah. We actually, we actually had an episode about this and that's why it's great because we've actually have dived into it pretty Mm -hmm. deep before. And, um, for me, and I'm pretty sure like they would agree, but I think, um, expectations and um, like you're talking about like like expectations within a relationship with each other, mm-hmm. right? Okay, yeah. So expectations can change mm-hmm. depending on situations, um, mm-hmm. different circumstances that you guys are going through, and we actually dove into that, and that's what um, we had spoke about, and it's actually great because before it was completely different when I spoke about it. So at the time when we when we did that episode, my girl was in school full time, mm-hmm. and I was the one that was working, paying bills like that, mm-hmm. and my girl was just focusing on school, doing her thing. Mm-hmm. And since she has actually finished school, she's doing great in her career and everything like that. And I'm actually going to be going back and doing uh, like some stuff for me and uh, soon. But anyways, uh, during that time, you know, like she was doing a lot more house stuff and things along those lines. And since then, I've had to uh, I've had to work with like changing because I was kind of used to her doing a lot more of the house duties because she wasn't working and I was the one that was working a lot. Mm-hmm. And so her her portion to the house was, you know, uh, cleaning and all stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it actually took a little bit of adapting for me because of the fact that um, when she finished, I had to start picking up on that because now mm-hmm. we're kind of equalizing. Mm-hmm. And that took a lot of uh, a lot of work for me to kind of transition my mindset and get up and be like, okay, let me go ahead and clean a little bit mm-hmm. or kind of like come home and clean a little bit versus like, me just wake up and get ready and do my day and then come home and do my day you know so yeah. it took a little bit of transition it's like this is our home we have to actually take exactly care of it exactly and you know like yeah. that's what and, like the whole point of getting back at that is that it can change mm-hmm. response like expectations can change responsibilities can change mm-hmm. depending on what's going on and uh whenever i go back and do some more of my schooling stuff i might be the one cleaning more mm-hmm. in the house you know what i mean just because i probably won't be near working nearly as much as I currently am. So mm-hmm. and you guys change. all are pretty um non traditional when it comes to like but all of your girlfriends are um working as well. Like they mm-hmm. only yeah, yeah. they all have because I know that that's also a conversation that people bring up a lot. It's like if you want a traditional home, then it's like there's expectations if you're like at home mm-hmm. versus like and is that a job? Like for yeah. them to be at home is that that they're not just chilling, like they're doing a whole bunch of other things for yeah, it, like exactly. to help you as a as yeah. a person. Yeah. Kinda kinda of getting that. I actually told my uh told my girl like in the future I would I would like for her to be a stay at home just so she can 
raised the kids for that. But she's set in her career. And that, actually, when we first met, she actually said that she'd be down to be a stay-at-home mom. Mm. And now that she's doing her career, she loves it. Mm-hmm. And she's really enjoying it. So she's like, oh, I don't think I would really want to do that. I'm like, that's fine because, mm-hmm. you know, like when you're working, that extra income could easily be for uh, nannies or whatever mm-hmm. it is, what have you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, so, like, I'm how, how I want to be is I want to be able to be in a position where – if she wants to be a stay-at-home mom, mm-hmm. she has the option. Mm-hmm. And that's where, like, I'm kind of focused. And it's her decision if she wants to or not. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. What about you guys? Do I you feel th- like uh, expectations do play a major role, especially in the beginning. When you're in a young relationship, mm-hmm. um, it's just different. I mean, you're mm-hmm. young. You expect this person to maybe not be blowing your phone up so much mm-hmm. or, <clears throat> you know, to be doing things that – you know, you want them to do because you don't care. You're like, you know what? He should have given me food. He should come over. You know, we should go mm-hmm. out. Um, and, they, and there could be a lot of expectations that, that do hinder a relationship, honestly. Mm-hmm. I feel like you got to be more open-minded. Mm-hmm. And I learned that when I grew up more, um, mm-hmm. that you just got to be more understanding. You mm-hmm. know, if you want to be with somebody else who can be a whole different person than you are. You have your own personality. She has her own personality. Um, you got to be willing to, like, have a compromise. you got to yeah. meet in the middle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the most important thing I feel like. So like, for instance, for my girl, like I just want her to be happy. I don't care what she does and how she does it, but as long as she's happy doing what she does, that's what matters, mm-hmm. you know? Um, because we have had issues in the past, you know, and, and sometimes they're harder to talk about than others, you know, like, you know, for instance, and this could be a strong topic for a lot of people who want to touch on, but sometimes sex can be a big issue for people, mm-hmm. you know, like men, we want it all the time. Sometimes we want to get it when we want. You know, sometimes women are stressed. Sometimes they have issues like endometriosis or other issues and problems that mm-hmm. they can't, you know, either, you know, they don't want to or they just in that moment can't do it. Mm-hmm. You got to just be more understanding and more reciprocated towards that. And I feel like that was difficult for me in the beginning because my girl does have endometriosis. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was hard for me to understand in the beginning because, you know, I took it more as a like, oh, Yo, you don't want me type mm-hmm. of situation because I'm a man, you know. Um but then you start having these deeper conversations and you start trying to break down the root of it all. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and I feel like that's, that was the hardest thing for me as a kid because I didn't have to worry about that. It was never an issue. Mm-hmm. You know, there's something that happened when we, you know, we kind of grow with the person. You start, you know, the certain things are happening in life and it's like, okay, like you got to be more able to compromise. I feel like compromising mm-hmm. is the biggest thing where both of you guys can meet in the middle and you guys, and number one thing is really just communication. I mean, expectation is always going to be somewhat there, but as long as the communication is, like, that's the key. Mm-hmm. That's, like, the number one thing to hold anything together because if you guys can't communicate that expectation and figure out, like, you know what, it really wasn't that serious or it's not that big of a deal, mm-hmm. you know, that's what's going to let you go for longevity. That's what's going to keep you guys going on that path to being happy and going the right route. But if you can't even communicate about, sim- I mean, that's not even a simple topic, but mm-hmm. that's a big topic. And if you can't even communicate that on a level where it's like we can have a mutual understanding, I don't feel like you can get too far, you know, in your mm-hmm. relationship, honestly. That's a good point, too, because sexual expectations at a young age is something, right? Yeah. Because... Like, we talked about timing and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like you'll hear a lot. A lot of guys aren't ready to settle down until later in life. A lot of that is because, like, 21 to 27, <laughs> your t- testosterone's going crazy. Yeah. You're all, you know, whatever the case mm-hmm. is, and you're not as understanding when as you should be in a five, six, seven year relationship where it's like, hey, like, you guys, mm-hmm. you know, like nobody's ready all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, if you're a young hormonal dude you know what i mean like it 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 becomes a little bit of a problem that's definitely like early in my relationship that was a problem now 
I'm the problem. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think that's something that you said. It's like being willing, <laughs> being willing to have that conversation, yeah. and also like also not comparing. I feel because it's like yeah. I feel like then you have this like gender of like guys are this <laughs> like when it comes to sexual it's like guys are the sexual and then women are, should do this and yeah. then in like every relationship should be like this and it's like that's not the case mm -mm. half of the time like your unrealistic is like from movies or like what you hear it's not even like realistic long-lasting relationships mm -hmm. that you hear that from yeah. of like the expectations of like for example, if you have a baby, like postpartum, like mm -hmm. all these things that you're like, oh, yeah, it's all good when you're young. <laughs> and like when you're just like, it's just you two. But then it's like when other serious stuff happens, like, is that going to last? Yeah. Like, I think back to like my earlier relationship in my 20s, completely different priorities and completely different um, expectations in the relationship, like texting all day. Now I cannot imagine texting someone all day. Like, mm -hmm. I just don't have the time, like mm -hmm. communication and like, I'll call you. We'll see each other. We'll we'll make a like a date, you know, something yeah. like that um, versus like the expectation of like, I need you to be like, um, you know, any time of the day. It's like a very like different mindset that you have, um, as well as like the expectations of like, you should read my, read my mind when mm -hmm. you're young. You know, versus it's like, no, like you need to tell me like you need to and, and also be willing to have those conversations. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean that we're over because we had those difficult conversations. Because yeah. I remember that, too, like when I was in a young, very puppy love relationship, it would be like, OK, we have a problem. OK, I'm done. I'm done. I like, <laughs> just like break up. And it's like, what? No, if you want a long relationship, it's like you have to be willing to have those conversations. Yeah. Yes. And they're going to be very uncomfortable. I saw this video that went viral on TikTok and it was talking about all the expectations that women have, like that men have of women and that they are actually more unrealistic and um, than that women have of men. Mm. And so it was talking about, you know, men, you know, the, the main thing that guys complain about in the video it was talking about um, it's about like quality time, spending time with me, um, you know, making sure they have a job like those kind of things are like usually the biggest things that mm -hmm. we women like might say or like, oh, support us and things like that. But when it comes to like expectations that guys have of their women, it's like about like physical, like us being in shape, us making sure we're in like the best mood to not ruin your mood, us being like, we have like this long list of things that we need to be for you, not, and ours are not about you being for us. What it's just things that you're doing. What about, that's my, Hmm. No, I want to hear your thoughts. But what about the whole thing with girls about the men have to be taller than six foot? Because uh, I hear that exactly. so yeah. much. Yeah, I'm 5'5". So five five. Okay, What's up? Do you guys feel like that's a pressure as a man that you're like, oh, yeah. because you can't change that though. Yeah, exactly. I feel like that's what I was going to get at. I feel like there's a lot of, um, at least from what I've seen online, a lot of expectations that girls set, I feel like sometimes for men, is things that men cannot change. Like, like what? The size so the, the yeah, height. <laughs> yeah, height. height. Different <laughs> things, various things. But I feel like I feel like there are some things. But I agree, um, yes. I, I think I think there are at least. I'm not saying every girl because not everybody's like that. Mm -hmm. But I feel like there's a mass majority from what I've seen online, and including girls speaking online like during podcasts and mm -hmm. stuff about that. I actually saw a uh, a video of a girl, uh, like a group of people, and the girls were. I don't want to be rude, but they're kind of like airhead type of girls, you know. Rude. It was like one of those. It was one of those podcast episodes. But what I liked was a statistical aspect that they brought, and it was like the girls wanted men that were six feet and taller, or whatever, made a certain amount of money, 
and were a certain age and certain things, right? Mm-hmm. And they brought they broke down the statistics of it, and it was like less than one percent of men in the world mm-hmm. that existed for that. But to anyways, to get to what you were saying, um, I. I, I mean, I don't think, I don't agree with, like, the expectation of, like, body size and stuff like that. But, I mean, my thing is that men in this room right now, these three men, perspective on women, completely different yeah. for, for, for what we prefer in appearance. And I think that there are men that will love every single girl that exists in this world. Agree. Do you feel like guys I know, are accepting of every single type of yes, woman? Yes, because, you know what, um, I, know, I know men that are bodybuilders that are in love with like what people consider BBWs. Mm-hmm. And I love, I know men that are like that. I know skinny men, tall men, short men, fat mm-hmm. men, built men, strong men, everything mm-hmm. that love BBW women. And I know the same exact thing on the other side. Well, that, that's what the genre is, right? No? What is BBW stand yeah, for? I think it's big body women or something. I thought like it was big booty. Big busty women. I don't, <laughs> know. I don't know. I don't know what it is. But anyways, I, I just know that, that that's like the genre. And I know that <laughs> on the exact same side, I know mm-hmm. men that big, tall, skinny, whatever, mm-hmm. that like skinnier women. You know what I mean? And I think that there is a man that will love every single woman that exists. But do you feel like women are more accepting? More that. accepting when uh, More accepting of, like, body image. So I think, I think guys yeah. overall have lower standards. Lower in my standards? Opinion. Yeah, in my opinion. women? Yeah. I think okay. so. Like, looks-wise. Okay. Right? Yeah. Like, I think, I think a guy is more susceptible to think that a woman is sexy, whatever the case is, than the reverse. And... Yeah, it's not unless and it's it's okay unless the guy works hard and has money and stuff. That's a different thing that brings uh, attractiveness. Do you feel like guys with money get prettier girls? Ugly guys with money can get pretty girls, but (laughs) ugly guys with no money cannot get pretty girls. Like that is well, they can. But like you as I got a pretty girl. What you talking about? Like men (laughs) in like the way that you feel like society. Because I guess the question that it was the focus. It was like society's pressure on men. You feel like Mm -hmm. that's something that's told to you. It's like you need to make money. You need to be handsome to like get. That's something that you guys... Yeah, that stigma on men, I feel like, has been very... I mean, it's stigma on women as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like the, a lot of people, like the general people, they'll be like, oh, he needs to have money, he needs to be tall, and the fourth. Mm-hmm. But I feel like like there are a lot of us, you know, like people who really don't care about stigma, who aren't all into mm-hmm. the social media, trying to be popular or anything like that, that can actually look besides that and be like, you know what, I want a good personality. Or like a girl, I just want someone to make me laugh. You know, like mm-hmm. I've seen people that are ugly, like you said, like that are with beautiful women. I mean, I mean, and I don't even know. I shouldn't be saying and ugly, but I would say people that you know, somewhat deem unattractive. Society's yeah standard yes. of, of looks. That yeah. guy probably exactly is the funniest guy. He's you've probably ever the funniest met. guy yeah. you met, and yeah. he probably makes her happy as hell. You know, mm-hmm. like so it's funny. You know, when you see that, because like people be like, oh, why they're together? I mean. She probably doesn't even care about the stigma. She probably just cares mm-hmm. the fact that she keeps laughing around him and, mm-hmm. and he makes her happy. So I feel like that stigma's for a lot of the, the people who are just in the masses trying to be on social media and trying to be cool. Mm-hmm. But for a lot of us who are living in the real world, I feel <laughs> like that's not that's mm-hmm. that's not a factor. I mean, as yeah. long as you're having a good time and this person seems genuine, you start building a connection and it goes from there. Whether mm-hmm. it works or not, I don't know. But I mean mm-hmm. Plus to Zach's point, everybody's got a type. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I know I know pretty girls that go for what they call like the bear men, the, the chubby men. Zach's got oh. all the nicknames. <laughs> right? I'm just yeah. using what comes. I see online. Terminology. Yeah. I, that's what I see online, you know, mm-hmm. and, and and like the chubbier guys. I know mm-hmm. pretty girls that tend to go for that. The dad bods, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. But you know what though? A lot of those dad bods though are not like true dad bods. They want like a guy that was like 
a retired like he did powerlifting back in the day and it's kind of he's kind of bulked up a little yeah. bit Cause i've seen some people like oh that's a dad but i'm like how many dads you know that look like that? That looks mm-hmm. like he's just bulking right now. He's just kind of a little chunky. Well, but that's something else too. Dad bods are more accepted than I feel yeah. like mom bods. Mothers are the ones that actually pushed you out. Put, like had a baby. <laughs> can, can I? Can I? Like, what's the reason for the guy? I like, want to add I'm something confused. that I've noticed a lot of girls. So you know how, um, and I don't know if you guys can attest to this, but you know how a lot of girls are insecure with the stretch marks on the butt. Mm. That, what it. they call tiger strikes. Like, oh my mom. god, that is the so most no. attractive thing in the world. To so embrace your tiger strikes. Oh my strikes. god, I love yes. that. And I see a lot of girls online talking about how like like men talk down on that. I have never personally met a man that has talked talked talk down on that. Come my girl was insecure about that when I what? first met her too. What? Yeah, my I girl like too. We, I was like, because what? of the society standard, yeah. week, that's why I brought that question because I feel like we're told from yeah. very young ages, like through magazines, through everything, it's like this is what you so, should be. And then that's the expectation that we have. That's why we're very hard on ourselves. Can, can I ask you a question? Do you think, and this can be like a broad special, I, I think it can be answered multiple ways, but do you think women are their worst critic? Like other women are more critic, critical to appearance to other women than men are to, to women? Do you like, think? Women in against a, women? Yeah, like in a general sense. Do you think so? I think so. You think so? Yeah, because I know we're, we're our worst critics to ourselves. Yeah. So like, I feel like we're the ones that, like, us getting ready and like that is really not for the guys yeah like we do that because like that's just kind of the standard like when you go to a place you're like yeah. okay like all the girls are gonna look really pretty like so like we have those expectations on ourselves yeah like subconsciously because i've seen that because like a lot of times like um you know like i've dated a bunch of girls before not like bunch but you know like i've dated girls and mm-hmm. a lot of girls they put on makes like that and like i've had a conversation with them about like the whole makeup thing and a lot of times they say oh i don't do it for you whatever i just wear it so I, I feel better for, for mm-hmm. themselves, you know? Yeah. Or, and I've also seen like, oh, I ha- I'm going to get dressed up because the other girls are going to be dressed up. And it's like, in a re- it's like they're kind of comparing themselves in their mind, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And in reality, at the end of the day, most guys are not yeah. focused on that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I agree to that. Like, when I bring Christian places to meet new people, she is definitely more worried about the other girls there. It, exactly. Then, like, and the guys are just like, I don't know, we said we are going to meet <laughs> yeah. here, yeah. I'm here. Yeah, like, here. But mm-hmm. uh, talking this through, mm-hmm. I do now change my mind where I do think guys might have more unrealistic expectations looks-wise mm-hmm. because guys' expectations, if it doesn't fit their type, then it doesn't work, and it's yeah. all body. Mm-hmm. and looks i will give you that because we did just name other things a guy can do to meet a woman's expectations yeah. that you can control mm-hmm. you could be funny yeah. if you want you could be a cool guy if you want can you, you be funny if you, you could want, go though? make money if you want <laughs> you can take an like, improv class yeah. can you though? i mean <laughs> like technically that's a personality thing yeah. right like mm-hmm. you could you can change that mm-hmm. the only thing that girls really have on average in general is height with a guy which Guys do too. Well, I guys I, have. Yeah. I don't want my girl taller than me. Just Honestly, like you don't, you know. That's not true. I've dated a girl that's six foot, but I know in the general sense. <laughs> she was six foot. <laughs> you remember in Dundee, bro? We were in middle school together when I dated. Her. I just picture you guys at Subway. <laughs> no, the, she, fun, <laughs> the funniest thing like, was when like, she sat on my lap. She was like right here. <laughs> But you were open to it. Oh, That's but, the thing. That but it's so. but no. But I mean, when you're five five, you have to accept it sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? yeah. But no. But, no. I, I would say there are some guys that are like that, but I feel like the stigma with guys is a lot different than women. You don't think so? It's personal to you, so you might yeah. feel that way. I just yeah, just hearing thing. that, it's like you know what? We have more control over some of the things we're expected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Because I think it's more about our character, like us being a good wife, us being a good partner, us being a good mom. Like, yeah. you don't really hear those things about, like, guys, like, the exhibition, like, you have to be the best dad ever, you know? Which I think it's wrong also because I feel like you should have, like, guys should be not praised for doing the basic stuff that women do, Absolutely. you know? Like, that is true. like, oh, my God. Like, I every time I see the TikTok videos of, like, a guy at the park with his daughter and all the girls are like, oh, my God, cool. Him, yeah. I'm like, you know moms do that all the time so without getting ready recognition yeah. and again this is just my perspective and i'm not trying that. to bash guys yeah. like i think that but Which, what i'm saying yeah. is like both standards like it should be uh the same it's like we expect good fathers good leaders good husbands like it shouldn't be like oh we have no expectation because they're guys like girls do it you know so true. those are kind of the thoughts that i had from that video that i was like that's interesting because no, i have I thought that and i and i know you guys all have different perspectives and all different and i know some really good guys so i'm not trying to guy bash <laughs> here <laughs> so w w one weird thing that i realized too is i think guys general expectation in a woman is based off how they saw their mom mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. so like that's also like a generational thing too mm -hmm. like my mom was not very traditional she worked a lot she barely cooked you mm -hmm. know stuff like that and that's why i don't have that expectation mm -hmm. on on my my fiance or whatever um but i could easily see if your mom was like that type of mom where it's like dinner's always cooked stuff like mm -hmm. that where like you go into relationships with a unrealistic, you know, especially if you're younger, mm -hmm. expectation on the woman, like trying to compare them to your mom. Mm -hmm. Isn't it weird though? It's like it's yeah. your mom. You're <laughs> sometimes they say women well, try to compare men to their dads too. Yeah, that's yeah. the weird part. And you end up marrying like your dad or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 yeah I've heard that I, no, but yeah, those so are you, those are expectations, and those are things that like depending on your relationship, you have to be realistic because a lot of stuff that we learn is from our childhood and is how yeah. we saw our dynamic our dynamics of our parents and the closest relationships that we had. And if we didn't see like a healthier like a balanced mm. in that, then we bring that because that's all we know mm -hmm. until you learn last kind of question um like around do you guys educate yourselves on relationships or is that something that you've just kind of winged it throughout i try to ask i don't i wouldn't classify as educate myself mm -hmm. but i ask a lot of people about their relationships mm -hmm. and that's education that's a form of education yeah but only because like i've mentioned to my girl like we should do therapy mm -hmm. not because like we need a prof we need professional help but like i ask a lot because i need a third opinion because sometimes like you're stuck with you know like it's just you two and you guys could go back and forth on something for a long time mm -hmm. and sometimes you need like that mediator or that third opinion to let one of you guys know you're wrong mm -hmm. you know and uh that's that's something i've been thinking about and that's that that's the extent to my education. knowledge or education mm -hmm. about relationships is really just asking people around and stuff like that. Okay. What about you guys? I, I would say, um, I say, yeah, I've definitely done like far as education. I've read, I've read books before and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I've read articles on stuff like that. I, I had to learn about love languages. Kind of never knew what the hell that was. Mm -hmm. Um, but I learned on that and I've actually had conversations with friends about relationships and he might not consider like, outsourcing something like that like that like a form of education but i think it is because you know you're just kind of uh you're kind of seeing what people have done in situations so you maybe you might know how to react or how to handle certain situations mm -hmm. or um like get a third opinion i've asked my friends before and that's one thing i love about like my group of friends for that is that we can genuinely ask and they'll be like no you're wrong 
or mm-hmm. no, you need to go back and do that. Mm-hmm. And um, and I think that's just like a form of education because, mm-hmm. you know, if you've never been through something and you've never had to deal with something some way, outsourcing for different ways to handle it, I feel like that's a form of education. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would say definitely. And having like a community where yeah, it's like you yeah, can yeah, go the, back. Yeah, a community. And if you don't important. have one, you know, you can always outsource to there's so much information on the internet. Yeah. You can Google and you can even some there's even places where you can ask um like anonymously mm-hmm. your current situation and get different people's opinions and you can read through it and see different opinions and different viewpoints and make your own assumption of what you think from that, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Be aware yeah, of reinforcing. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I kinda agree with them. I, I mean I never really outsourced it only because like uh I didn't really I'm not the type of really talk about when it comes to that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um but I've always been able to like basically wing it almost and kind of <laughs> learn. I might say what it is. I wing it. Um, I, I learn from my mistakes. I'm very like, you know, when I screwed up, I'm willing to accept my faults and, yeah. and say sorry. And I think those are what helped me be more understanding and more. Mm-hmm. I know the way I grew up, my childhood, it was a very like I had to be understanding. Mm-hmm. Um, so I felt like that just kind of helped me. So like now my situation, we don't really haven't argued with my, my fiance in months. Yeah. Like, you know, almost mm-hmm. a year. Like, we don't really argue. And if we do, we have little bickerments, but it's like, it's done within the same day because, mm-hmm. like, it's just a whole, like, like I said, the whole common ground. We always yeah. meet in the middle. We always understand. And I'm willing to be open minded to, mm-hmm. like, you know, certain conversations. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I just, I, I've winged it. And if it's worked for me, yeah. uh, I'm not but saying are everyone you should wi- do it. Are you guys, you're willing to, like, look into it or, like, that kind of thing yeah like if it's a, like a really like like for instance like say my girl's in a depo shop mm-hmm. you know i searched the crap out of that because eventually she became like a whole different person it went from mm-hmm. like being this person to that person i'm mm-hmm. like man your hormones are out of whack mm-hmm. um so, but you can't just say that i couldn't just say that i couldn't just <laughs> no <laughs> but eventually i did say that but, <laughs> but i couldn't say that said, i shouldn't have said it, i should I have said it but i said it and then i started studying it and, and searching time. it up like mm-hmm. i'm talking about a whole different person yeah. she was on it for four years um so that's why I was like, you know what? Did my research, saw other women saying the same thing. Like I went on a women forum <laughs> and that. they were saying the mm-hmm. same thing. So I was like, you know what? This this correlates perfectly. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, uh, but like, so I will go out my way to research. Mm-hmm. I do believe men should. They shouldn't just wing it and just say, you know what? We'll, we'll figure out a way through this or, or get, if it's really that hard, talk to somebody or look it up. Yeah. I agree with that part for sure. Yeah, no, I love that. Thank you guys for your perspectives today and just <laughs> chatting. I know you guys um, took the time to make, to be here. So yeah. how can people connect with you and just hear all that you're doing yeah. and your podcast? Pocket, pocket watch podcast. Uh, the logo looks like a pocket watch. We got right all here. these. You can look there right you now. go. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you can find us all on the social bottle. Yes. Love these conversations, right? Because mm-hmm. our, our goal is to talk to people like you. We'll mm-hmm. maybe talk to a rapper. We might mm-hmm. talk to a, a business owner, TikTok influencer, whatever the case mm-hmm. is, and then try to break down what they're doing where mm-hmm. we could grow from it a little bit instead yeah. of just asking, you know, like what's, what's uh, you know, what's your favorite food or something? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. No, like being more educational. And I love yes. that. And mm-hmm. I, I see how you guys have grown and you guys like are still growing. You know, we're yeah. all kind of in that stage of figuring mm-hmm. things out. And I saw a post that was like about 30s, like that people dread their 30s. And I'm like, I feel like it just gets better because like you start becoming like who 
you want to become you know you're gonna going you kind of have more clarity relationship stuff kind of like starts narrowing in yeah um and so it, it gets more like stable i would say yeah. you know versus your 20s but we're all learning and the, one, the only thing about 30s that scare me is a receding hairline <laughs> <laughs> okay so that's something else expectations of hair no but i I'm appreciate myself you guys. i'm scared of my hairline oh, receding okay. that's what i'm scared about my 30s no but i appreciate you guys and thank you guys so much for tuning in to this week's episode i really enjoy this conversation i hope you learned something got different guys perspectives and i always want to bring in different guys that have different walks of life and different ways of of seeing things navigating things we always have these questions about like where you know what are guys thinking so um, make sure to follow and subscribe to this podcast and share leave a review and i will see you guys next week <laughs>